So yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air. Well, what's up, everybody? We're back, as we promised. Uh, it's your boy, Kamish. What's up, Archie? Not much. Two weeks in a row, I think we're doing pretty good. Two weeks in a row, unprecedented record setting. I'm very proud of us. Um, how was your weekend? Did you bet the ponies? Did you appropriate cultures that you weren't supposed to by drinking tequila and wearing sombreros? A little bit a little bit of both, yeah. got to keep it interesting. The one thing that I will say while I was watching the Kentucky Derby is I realized how many of the names, well, first of all, the names are obviously just ridiculous anyways, but a lot of them, they try to be like little jokes and stuff, and so uh, I thought of a few names that I would name a horse um, if I was a, being a USAFA grad and was going to make, I guess, names based around being from USAFA, so do you want to hear some of them? Ooh, yeah, I like that. Okay, uh, the first one that I have was, for the love of God, turn the valet light off. Uh, that was the first one. Um <laughs> And I don't know why, it was just, uh, I guess it was the first thing that popped in my head when I was thinking about dumb names, because I was, it would always be like 2 o'clock in the morning, and my roommate would need something, and I'd be like, for the love of God, turn the valet light off. Uh, so that was all that is. The second one, uh, Dusty Runner, I thought that was kind of funny, because that was the thing that I always would end up doing abysmally on uh, Sammy's for, and it also kind of works on two levels, because like, the horse would be running and it's a dusty runner so and it like kicks up dust like yeah, the that's, dirt on the track yeah exactly that's so that's a little bit of a rim shot one like a so uh that I was like one that. i like that another one this is for that uh and the reason why i have this one is because this would be the the horse that a usafa grad would most that if a usafa grad owned a horse would most likely name it and it's 2-0 and go and it's uh basically that guy who's super super successful who always comes back and he's like Listen, guys, uh, I wasn't the smartest cadet, marched a lot of tours back in my day, and uh, somehow became a billionaire. And that's, like, because they were actually really smart, and they just, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> um, little little do they, they don't, they fail to mention that they have, like, six degrees from Harvard after the fact. Yeah, exactly, and that their dad was already, like, a billionaire, so. Uh, and then another one that's kind of in that same vein, but is kind of funny, uh, just Cat 3. And people will be like, hey, why are you naming your horse a cat? And it's like, well, no, it's Category 3 punishment. <laughs> category. I like that. What about uh, naming it class-wide email? Ooh, I like that. Class- <laughs> remember, do you remember when we first got email access freshman year and people pretty much treated it like the biggest group text in the world? That is absolutely spot on for how that was because, yes, that was miserable. And it was people with – it's basically like – if you give a toddler, like, the keys to a Ferrari was giving some of those kids because they had horrible social skills or just weren't funny and basically had the ability to message a thousand people at one time. Dangerous, dangerous, dangerous. And then a lot of times what they would do is they would say stuff that was, like, only related to them and their squadron, and it just wasn't funny. So, yeah, I do remember. Yeah, and it was coincidentally lined up with when, like, memes were becoming a thing. So... 
it was a perfect storm for just ridiculous class-wide emails. And ironically, at the time, I was like, what is this meme thing? And this is the, probably the dumbest thing I've ever seen, just putting pictures on a – or words on a picture. Yeah. And then little little did I know. I was going to say, look, look at you now. So, yeah, that was pretty <laughs> funny. Oh, and then the last one I had is uh, just I see horse. Just like – you got because you figure if the horse is running in the derby, it's an icy. It's not a narp horse, so I guess you could also say oh, like narp that. horse okay. is a good one too. <laughs> and the horse would be sp- a... sponsored by Gatorade and um, Nike Team Gear. So there you go. Yeah. So that I was like all those. that was pretty much it. Yeah. Um, I mean, nothing too exciting this weekend as far as Usafa uh, goes. I did watch. Um, a lot of a lot of lacrosse finals. Air Force was not able to make it to that one first time in some time, I think, um, that they weren't in that. So that was a little bit of a bummer. But overall, uh, just just scratching and clawing our way towards Yusafa's graduation and the next class rolling in and us getting older and more removed from the academy. So Yeah, it's a ticking time bomb right now. Every year we become less and less relevant. So we're just trying <laughs> to grasp it while we can. Yeah, pretty soon it's just going to be us. Like, hey guys, do you really remember this? And they're going to be like, no, not really. Like, come on, come on, <laughs> you remember this? In 20 years. Yeah, this is a part of your cadet experience. No, it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cool. So, uh, normally I think when we do segments, the first segment that we always try to start out with, just to keep everything relevant in terms of news, is Behind Enemy Lines. I looked, I couldn't really find anything. The only thing that I did find was a speech at the Naval Academy where the superintendent said they think that they're close to finding the supplier uh, of all the drugs that the that the midshipmen are getting. So that's good. That's good. They're, yeah, they're uh, onto something. Yeah, they're all they're almost there. They're gonna get those those pesky midshipmen off of the ket- ketamine think. and ecstasy. So damn. Well, the only things I found were, and this, you know, it's kind of funny because we always the idea behind behind enemy lines is that we're kind of making fun of the other two service academies. So I'm just going to throw some headlines out there, and then hopefully you can just kind of put a spin zone on to how it somehow makes them look bad. Okay. So a lot of pressure. First one is Trump was, like, officially announced as being the speaker at the Naval Academy's graduation. Um, Anything for that? Okay, yeah. So it basically it turns out Donald Trump – He's a really a down to business kind of guy, a down to business president. He doesn't really like a lot of frills, uh, as you can see. He doesn't he doesn't like going to things like the White House Correspondents Dinner. Um, so it's kind of one of those things where you know how there would be certain people at Usafa who, if they were contacting you, you know it's bad. Like if a first sergeant's calling you or something like that, or an AMT, like it can't be good. Well, maybe it's one of those things. Like Trump's like, uh, yeah, this is the Naval Academy is bad, so he's gonna go there and just give him a good tongue lashing. And so that's that's what I think. So bad news on the home front. It's it's kind of like you know like wait till your father gets home, growing up. Yeah. yeah. Wait wait till the president gets here. Wait then. That's a good point. It's like I don't think anybody ever is, wants to have a meeting with their boss. Like yeah. that's it's a lose lose situation. So yeah, they must be in some some deep shit if the president has to come out there and address all of them at one time. Yeah, exactly. So ugh. don't want to be don't want to yeah. be the naval academy right now. No. No, you don't. And the other one is uh, in the same new, same uh, same field. Trump presented the Commander in Chief's trophy to Army, and uh, yeah, it was the first time. Well, I guess not the first time in a while, but actually for Army, it was the first time in a long time that that happened. 
Yeah. Uh, I guess the only spin zone is it's just one of those things where like we we can't let them we can't have Air Force going every year. You know, we our our fellows already got it. We got some some of the sound bites of the century uh, from ours. Like that's where the the intro to our podcast, long big beautiful blue line, all that stuff comes from. Uh, you know, we just you got to build the drama for next year because you and I are in basically a never ending campaign to get Air Force into the Army Navy game kind of race, like where we play a big game uh, that's in front of the entire nation where people will actually watch us play. Um, and I think that this is the way you got to build that storyline up. So that's that's I, true. That's my only real spin zone I have. Uh, other than that, it's a really really sucky feeling uh, seeing. And to be fair. To be fair, people don't forget that last almost a year ago to the date, uh, Trump was videotaped saying, uh, "Beat Army and beat Navy." So yeah, he's kind of going back on his word a little bit. I didn't watch the speech there because again, I just I didn't want to see any gray uniforms behind Trump getting the Commander in Chief's trophy because that just isn't something I'm interested in. Uh, yeah. But he's kind of going against his word there. Yeah, yeah. The only the only gray uniforms I ever like seen on TV are uh, are dead Nazis because I think they wore gray uniforms. So <laughs> fair enough. I don't know. I don't know if I have anything there, but I'm just saying that's what I think. Um, yeah. Fair. So, but that I guess that's yeah. That's behind enemy lines. Like really, just boring stuff. Like really, in all the pursuits, uh, it turns out if you just type in West Point, like you gotta you kind of gotta type in uh, Army West Point because you're gonna find a bunch of stuff about. Apparently, there's a lot of random cities called West Point, like in the United States, there's a West Point, Mississippi, and apparently there's some pretty, uh, pretty big sheriff elections that are really heating up, so if you want to read about that, go ahead and search that, um, but I think that's really all we have for Behind Enemy Lines, um, you want to move into, you know what I didn't get? Yeah, let's do it. I don't have one yet, do you have one? Yeah, so, we'll just kind of recap, because this is the second week we're doing this, basically, it's a really long title for a segment, but... You know what I didn't get is basically like you're we're gonna we're gonna talk about a few things that either kids did at the academy or things that happened at the academy that we just never understood why it was that the way that it was. So, you know what I didn't get? What was that? The kids that would go down to the laundry room, and I'd be doing like two loads of laundry, and it takes about an hour to put everything in, you know, hour to wash it, hour to dry it, and. Every time I went down there to exchange everything, there's the same kid has been sitting in the laundry room the entire time waiting for his laundry to be done. Oh, yeah. When it's no more than like a five-minute walk to your room where you can be watching Netflix or doing whatever, but he they would just sit there. Yeah, and over laundry in Saijon, they have the laundry room kit. They have the little study area as if people are going to sit in there and study while they listen to like the the zipper on an A jacket go round and round in a in the dryer. <laughs> Although, which now I'm kind of like telling on myself because I don't think you're supposed to put those in the washing machine and dryer, but I, I really didn't care. That was the whole thing. I, I never, I don't know. I, I think this does say a lot about me, but I did not get my stuff dry cleaned. It was it was oh, strictly never. in the washing machine for me. The initial crease that they put on my blues at the arms is the only time it was creased. Yeah. And somehow it stayed for four I years. I know. That's, that's the only crease you're getting out of me. So. Yeah. That was it. That's a good one. Um, let's see. I oh, I just had to, you know what I didn't get, and then I kind of forgot what it was. Um, oh, you know what I don't I don't get, and I still don't get this. Why are AOC's offices and AMT's offices in the dorms? 
Like ridiculous. I think there needs to be a separation. Like there just needs to be a separation. The AOC should be able to come through and check it out. But there's no other situation ever to where AOCs or to where a commander is like in the the barracks or like the dorms, the airman dorms or anything like that. As you're walking to the shower and you're in your cadet robe and you just walk right past your AOC as he's leaving to go home. It's like, yeah. this doesn't seem right. So senior year, my room, I got to live by myself for one of the semesters and it was awesome. But I guess the kind of the stipulation, well, also I was, uh, I forget my exact job title or whatever it was. Not, not that it matters, but, um, all the leadership were right near the AOC's office. And so I was right there and, uh, yeah, I was right next door to my AOC's office, so it would be, he would get in at like 5.45, and I would be awoken to the sound of him uh, clearing his throat, and he and I, let's just say I wasn't a big, fan of, a big fan of his, and so hearing that, like the person that you kind of like the least in your life, um, clearing their throat, and that's what wakes you up, not really a great thing, so I kind of still have nightmares about that, <laughs> and yeah. That just needs to be changed. I feel like that's a tradition that would never get changed, but it's one of those things where, really, it doesn't make any sense. Where else in life well, do you have to live and, like, pee in your sink right near where your <laughs> boss lives and works? Dude, so, so senior year, this is all kind of coming back to me now, and this goes back to last podcast. If you didn't listen, pause, go listen to it, and we'll wait for you to come back. Um, but anyway, senior year, I don't even remember what class it was, but... I did a project where my proposal was that we put all the AOCs and the AMTs in each tower on one floor. So they just have their own floor of offices. And then we have living quarters everywhere else. But then it gets to, it got to the point where I literally only did it for the class. And we talked about the guys that would go deep into the pubs and the documentation on how to make this stuff happen. And that's not me. So it didn't get any further than just being the idea. So just throwing it out there. If anyone if anyone is out there that actually wants to execute, might be something to look into. Yeah, we're big we're big pitch men. We're initial ideas guys. We don't like to execute. We just like to have the idea. And so have everybody yeah. else do it. We like to have the big brains kind of crunching the numbers uh, in the back. So that's <laughs> us. so yeah. Those are so those are some things we didn't get. So whatever. Maybe there's some things you guys don't get. If there's anything that you don't understand, let us know. Maybe we'll discuss it on the next podcast. Um Okay, and then for the next couple segments, you had a couple of good ideas. Uh, just finals hacks. I was going to say let's do this um, in our usual formats that we do, such as um, Cadet Consent, Disenroll, or Soups List, but I say we just talk about them, because it, it, that way we're like a little bit freer, and we'll just try and throw some ideas out. And the first one you had was what, finals hacks? Yeah, basically finals right around the corner, so uh, from two wily guys like ourselves that barely made it through the academy uh, with very low GPAs. What are some oh, yeah. finals hacks that, you, that you've kind of come up with right around final season when it makes your life a little bit easier? Yeah, okay. Um, so I'll let you go first. What do you got for me? So the big thing I found with finals is if you trick your brain into thinking that you studied a lot, you're going to feel a lot better about yourself whether you do good or bad. So it's not so much about how hard you actually study, but it's it's about what you do to trick your brain into thinking that you studied hard. So for me, it would be I'd go to Van Fairchild, I'd find a random room that wasn't being used, and I'd plug my phone or plug my phone. I plug my computer, my uh, Lenovo ThinkPad, cadet issued computer, nice. into yeah. the projector, 
and I'd start doing like some of the math stuff. That way I could have it up on the projector and I can use the whiteboards. And then you get like 20, 30 minutes into it and you just get lost in YouTube and you have a nice theater kind of projector for you uh, to get lost in YouTube. That's a good one. I kind of would do something similar to where you're tricking the mind. See, the mind is a very powerful thing. Um, and it's kind of like Schrodinger's brain. If you're inside your own brain, and you're, but you're not really using it, are you smart? Kind of one of those deals. I think that makes a lot of sense. So if you can convince yourself that you're studying, then you're going to go into the test and be confident, and you're going to test well. And so what I used to do is you have to basically open up your book and just let it sit there. And as long as that book is open and you're turning pages, uh, the information is getting in your brain even if you're just watching a movie or something like that. And then, of course, five minutes into that studying, you have to you have to treat yourself, you have to reward yourself with a nice uh, two- or three-hour break, at which point you're going to realize, <laughs> oh, wow, I didn't study at all. And you're going to say, that's nah, fine. I think it will be better if I just kind of cram right before the test because I didn't really do the work all semester. So you set an alarm for like an hour and a half before your test, which you sleep through, and then you show up to the test anyways. So, and then you're, I like uh, that one. Yeah, and then you basically just beg and plead for your professor to hook you up and sometimes it works so that reminds me of another strategy i used and this is an ode to one of my old roommates so if you're listening out there hit us up maybe we can send you some free gear you know who you are but the osmosis technique oh yeah so you you have these notes you have no idea what they are but you took them basically right before you go to bed you just put the notes under your pillow and i think it's science that if you sleep basically with a, with the notes under your pillow that all those notes are going to go into your brain and then you're good to go for the test. That's smart stuff. That's like witch doctor stuff right there. I was going to say also maybe like light a candle. Or, or yeah, or if you just like light a candle and then maybe burn those notes and just let them kind of uh, evaporate into the atmosphere, maybe you'll get it that way too. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, I, I actually I heard that technique from, I think it was a bio major, so I think there's some stock in it. <laughs> they know what they're talking about. Yeah, uh, also don't... Don't ever underestimate the importance of brain food. So, um, Mitch is going to put out, they put out those study snacks. Go ahead and get a lot of those. Those will help you out. And once again, sometimes you just got to let the brain unwind. So, uh, if, if HAPS is open, I can't remember if they do drain the kegs during HAPS or, uh, drain the kegs at HAPS during finals or if it's before or after, but if it is open, uh, make sure you go there and get a little study beverage. That'll help out a lot. You, you deserve it. Yeah. You earned it, even though you literally haven't earned it. And also, uh, can I say something? If you are, yeah. if you have already jumped into the fountains and finals haven't started yet, just screw you, man. The the kids who yeah. like, oh, I validated all five finals, like, just screw you. Like, <laughs> nobody wants that. I was one of the last jumpers. I had to take all my finals and I pushed all the finals back. Just, just, yeah. Nobody That's... likes that guy because we all secretly want to be that guy. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you jumped in alone, man, so what does that tell you? You're probably alone studying all those nights. Yeah. and I like know, just a thought. Yeah, when your only friend is your uh, acceptance letter to Oxford for your Rhodes Scholarship, like, who will be really cool then? Well, it's me, the guy who has friends to jump in with. And by friends to jump in <laughs> with, I mean I say, hey, I know you finish your finals on Wednesday. Can you wait for me uh, until next Friday? <laughs> then we'll jump together. So... Yeah, they're like, nope. I have a flight home the second after. But <laughs> like, it's worth all, a try. Also, you're late grad. I don't know why you're jumping into the fountain. They're like, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Never mind. Um, so those are some those are some pretty good finals hacks. Uh, do you have any more? 
Uh, no, that's all I had. Okay. <laughs> so that's we weren't exactly we weren't exactly power finals takers. We uh, th- th- that's it. We have a few couple hacks for you. It was more like it, it was really just survival. That's all it was. Yeah, that's really all it is. I I will say I have one story. I may have told it on the podcast before, um, but my roommate and I both slept through one of our finals. Um, I I slept through my arrow final, and uh, I went to no, my teacher. Didn't. I did. I slept through my arrow final. And I woke up an hour and a half into it, and I called my teacher, and I was like, hey, I slept through the final, and he was like, he he was really awesome. He was only at Usafa because he wanted to do research, and so he was like, I literally don't care. He was like, just come, go to the next one. There's like 50 sessions of it, because it's like a general class that everybody has to take. He's like, yeah, just whatever. And so it worked out. And I think my, I think my roommate was like on the verge of ACPRO and almost failed the class, because he slept through like a... I don't know what it, what it was, but he slept through something pretty important. Um, so yeah, so don't so don't do that. Make sure you have several alarms set, and uh, get enough sleep during finals week. Uh, the last thing that's also in the same kind of vein of soups list, you had best things to do as weather improves. Are you talking about Usafa or just in life? Because Usafa people... specific. Okay. Um. Well. J- jump on the fountains, I guess, is one of them. If you're a first aid, I'm just saying that's all like on a list. But I like that. Yeah, I guess that counts. Okay, what do you got for me? Um, to be fair, these, these like most of these things I never actually did. I think they're kind of funny topics to talk about, like uh, kids who sunbathed in the quads. I was actually just gonna say that was on my list. I was going to say, if you're an attractive girl, the best thing you can do is uh, sunbathe in the quad, and then everybody will be like, oh, yeah, she was out in the quad sunbathing, and then you act like, oh, like you weren't doing it on purpose for attention. (laughs) Which, you know, whatever. Um, You can, other things you can do is, if if you're super super ambitious, you can go on one of the one of the hikes on base just to get a good Instagram picture. That's a good one. Um, another thing you can do as the weather improves is wait uh, for the weather to get bad again, because that's gonna happen. You guys are due for a snowstorm or three. Yeah, you can do that in May. So I like that one too. Doesn't take very long. Yeah. You know what? This isn't like a thing, but I want this to happen. I want somebody to just go out and uh, like chill on the tizo, like in the grass. Well, we were talking about that on another podcast, like a few weeks ago. Well, more like half a year ago. I was gonna say we well, we've had one in the last few weeks, but uh, yeah, no. But I I stand by that. Someone do it. Someone go get a. Well, I guess you can't really get a case, but I was gonna say, yeah, go go get a beer. Go get a uh, go get a milk from Mitch's and just post up and see. Tell us what it's like going to the air. We talked about how it'd be cool if like the Tizo was more of a common area. Yeah. But then that doesn't really, not. yeah, it doesn't really fit the narrative that they push for the tourists who are looking over the wall. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's worth a try. Yeah, I, now that I'm kind of realizing this. See, like th- it was a good idea for a topic in theory, but then I realized that we basically do the same thing no matter what, with whether the weather is good or the weather is bad. It's pretty much just going to bars in Denver. Yeah, I know. That's kind of what I was getting at. Is like <laughs> I kind of realized that 
I did the same thing regardless. It was just whether I was wearing a sweatshirt or a t-shirt. No, you know what I will say is is actually a lot of fun. Like, not even kidding. Uh, go to a Rockies game. It's like you can sit in like uh, general seating. I think it's called the Rock Pile for like five dollars. Go in there, get yourself some Coors Lights, and enjoy that. That's a fun one. Uh, the breweries in Colorado. This is I feel like we should be getting paid by the Chamber of Commerce or something. Go to the breweries downtown. Those are fun. There's always good day stuff going on. Uh, even, well, I feel like Air Force baseball season is almost over, but the Air Force baseball games are fun too. Yeah. Yeah, so those are, if you're looking for something fun to do other than just go drink in a t-shirt, um, you can do any of those activities and probably drink as well. While also wearing a t-shirt. If you want, the world's yours. If the world is your oyster. Um, cool. Yeah, so let's uh, let's roll into our final thing. We have minutes. What is the uniform of the day? You want to let them know? Yeah, same same rules apply from uh, last week. Big picture, we're rolling out some new stuff, some new fast neat below average gear for all all the all the summer gear you could want: koozies, flags, tank tops. We want pictures of you guys rocking it all over the world over sixty days. Um, maybe you've been stationed in Minot for the past six years. You can send yeah. us pictures from you there. Really, we just want to get good apparel out to you guys that you, you guys will enjoy wearing and that you think is funny and uh, kind of applies to, you know, the whole motto and the whole goal that we kind of have here at Fast Neat Below Average being that that type alumni group that we actually connect to and care about um, more than some of the other ones out there. So hit that up, uh, fastneatbelowaverage.bigcartel.com and just keep an eye out for some updates, some new website domain names and things like that. That'll hopefully make the experience better for you guys. I like that. That's fantastic. The other thing that the only thing I'm going to add, uh, has nothing to do with that, with the shirts or anything, but, uh, I think we just start announcing it now because then it gets put out there in the universe. But yeah, we're doing the party just like we did last year. It's in October. It's on October 6th. We're doing a party the night before Friday. Don't, I think it's on the fifth, the sixth of the game. So we're going to be doing a tailgate. Absolutely no details yet, uh, but we're really excited for it. If you guys have any ideas or any ins, let us know because we're starting kind of from the ground up. I don't know if exactly what we're going to use from last year or do from last year, but let us know if there's any way that you can help or would like to get involved, uh, looking for sponsors, looking for places, all that kind of stuff. Um, and other than that, we're really, really happy to have done this two weeks in a row. Uh, please continue to listen. Tell your friends about us. Drop a review on iTunes. Super helpful. Uh, and yeah, we'll see you guys again next week. Sounds good. All right. Bye. So, yeah, I can be a pilot at the Air Force Academy. I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you got to compete. Welcome to Thin Air. I want you to share.